This is Miles Matson joined alongside David Mathis here on the White and High Entertainment Network. And for this week, we are going to be doing week three, a little recap of the performances, and then also we will be predicting the week four games and which team that we think will win. So if we hop right into it, the first one, you just have like a quick little Panthers-Texans. What do you think about that game, David? Uh, the game was a pretty good game for a Thursday or Thursday night game, right? Yeah. Yeah, Thursday night game. Pretty good game. Um, there wasn't much going on, but I've seen that there was a lot of uh, people watching the game, surprisingly. Yes, there was. Um, I thought I saw like a report saying that it was like the most record-breaking Thursday night football uh, game, and that was weird, especially for like two teams, the Panthers and Texans. Kind of surprised me. Yeah, that was a really big surprise. Um, so, there, did you think there was a stand-up player? I really didn't think there was a stand-up player in this game. I mean, no, not really other than just Sam Darnold just being on a different team and just doing better. That's probably like the only thing I could say. I mean, that's really it, especially with the Texans not having their star quarterback, Deshaun Watson, due to not even wanting to play with the team. But, yeah, I don't really think there was. Yeah, me either. Um, so let's go right into the uh, next game. It's the uh, Chargers-Chiefs game. Yup. And a uh, surprising one here, for me at least, uh, the Chiefs lose 30-24 to in a close game with the Chargers. I'm going to be honest. Um, last year, you know, like how Mahomes, I believe, got the Madden 20 cover um, and how like it didn't affect him and how he won the Super Bowl. I'm going to say it right now. The Madden cover is hitting him two times as hard. It hurts to say as a Chiefs fan, but he got the cover with Brady this year, and Brady's not being affected, and Mahomes is. So Mahomes has taken the hit of the Madden curse. That's my opinion. Oh, that's your opinion? Okay. Very strong opinion. Uh, Justin Herbert had a really good game. Um, I don't know all the stats, but he played a really good game. Even Patrick Mahomes said that he played a good game. So yeah, that's something coming from Patrick Mahomes that you can take really deep. Yeah, especially with Patrick Mahomes throwing two interceptions, and that's just not good at all. Oh, no, not at all. Especially for Patrick Mahomes, that's really shocking. Yes, very, very shocking. And then the final score on that was 30-24. to 24. The Chargers take it. So um, then we will hop into the Cardinals versus Jaguars. I mean, this was, like, I would probably say one that was very well expected, especially from the Cardinals to win this one. Yeah, like I said uh, in the past weeks, um, I think the Cardinals have a really good chance of going far this year. They have a really good team. I don't really know much about them, but I just know they have a good team and they got good core players around everybody. Yeah, they were utilizing the receiving. Uh, A.J. Green, five receptions, 112 yards. Christian Kirk, 104 yards. Um, so that's two receivers that they don't really use much. But A.J. Green, he was coming off the Bengals, not really being used much. I believe injuries caused him to have a couple bit of uh, mistakes happening in his career. And then now he joins the Cardinals, and clearly he's coming up big for them, averaging 22 and a half yards per catch. Clearly, because, I mean, that's pretty good. Yes, very, very good. Um, So, uh, Cardinals win that 31-19. Now for a disappointing game, the Bears-Browns game. Um, I expected this. Um, um, Sadness. Except I expected it. Just Miles Garrett literally having four and a half sacks. Um, can we just talk about that? That guy went off. If we're talking about this, before, when we were doing the podcast last time, you said if the Bears play Justin Fields that you think they can win. Yeah, I take that back. Um, I don't think it was 
uh, all Justin Fields though. I no. think I think uh, uh, Matt Nagy is really uh, uh, he's really a bad coach. Honestly, I mean uh, Justin Fields got sacked nine times. Is Sounds that, like Carson Wentz. Is that right? Yeah, um, I believe that is what it is. Nine or ten. And I think I seen a stat that said uh, he threw for like sixty-eight yards, and he got sacked for like sixty, like seven or something. And he had like one, like yard of passing. Yeah, I was like, that's rough. That's yeah, rough. very very sad. And especially even since he got sacked seven times, you go and you look at it, or no, nine times. Excuse mm. me. They still punted seven times. Oh my god. And even the Browns having seven penalties, it still didn't really make a difference at all. And their time of possession with the ball was 20 minutes and 26 seconds. And the Browns held the ball for 39 minutes and 34 seconds. So clearly, you could tell which defense was more dominant. I mean, Khalil Mack, I mean, he. I felt like their defense was super top tier, but now they're just falling apart after Matt Nagy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as soon as they got rid of uh, Chuck Pagano, it kind of went downhill. I really don't understand why they got rid of him, but hey. I'm not in the front office. That's their fault. Yeah, so it's a blowout. The Browns win 26-6. to That's a rough game to watch if you're a Bears fan. Now going into the next game, it's Washington versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, a very good game by the Buffalo Bills. Um, um, he, uh, what's a, Josh Allen had a really good game. Yes, he had like four whole touchdowns, I believe, and um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he almost came close to like 380 yards, I think it was what it was. 380? Yeah. That's very good for Josh Allen. They put it on the Washington football team, but the Washington football team had uh, three touchdowns. Which I'm still surprised about, especially on the Bills' defense, even though they're not like the top-known defense to be somewhat good. But, I mean, obviously they still stepped up, which, I mean, the only reason I don't have anything against the Bills other than beating the Colts last year. Yeah, I mean, the Bills have a really good defense overall. So, they're just a good team overall. And they can if they put it together, like I've said, they can be a really good team. Yeah, and then if you look at it, the third down efficiency for football team, watch the football team, um, they went all the way down to 2-11 and 11 on the third down efficiency. Which that, is very, very weird. That's crazy. Yeah, that's very, very, very bad. Yeah. Bills win this game 43-21. to Yup. Going into our next game is the Colts-Titans game. A tough game to watch if you're a Colts fan. Yes, very, very tough. And the main reason why, um, just Carson Wentz not looking like I'm full self. You also have uh, Jonathan Taylor not running like he has been. Um, you're definitely dealing with injuries with even Quentin Nelson getting hurt, our best like guy on our whole, whole entire team, in my opinion, easily. Um, getting in like, top 100 every single year that he's been in the league, uh, he gets hurt with a sprained ankle. I believe that's what it was. Yeah, I think it was a sprained ankle. And uh, Carson Wentz didn't look like himself. Uh, he sprained both of his ankles before the game. Um, had him, I swear he had like two rolls of tape on each foot. Um, he couldn't move like he generally can. Um, I thought we're, I don't know, he just didn't look like himself out there. No, and of course the Titans, their pass rush still got to us, even especially after having Quentin Nelson out and Eric Fisher being back in. Just really stinks for the Colts fans. Yeah, it really does. 
So going on to our next game is the Saints Patriots. Um, Saints win this game twenty eight to thirteen. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch this game. I did. It was pretty upsetting with Mac Jones' performance, to be honest. Like I said uh, in the past weeks, uh, Saint uh, the Saints quarterback is just uh, Jameis Winston's really inconsistent. Very. He can't decide if he wants to be a good starting quarterback or if he wants to be a terrible starting quarterback. He just hasn't shown us that um, yet, and it they're kind of lucky to come out of New England with a win. Yeah, they're uh, – Especially Jameis Winston's showing right now that he cannot be a top-tier quarterback or, or QB1. But um, Mac Jones just throwing three picks. Um, even with Mac Jones throwing three picks and Jameis Winston having zero, I still believe that Mac Jones still had the better performance with 270 yards compared to his 128. Yeah, overall, it was uh, Mac Jones didn't look like himself. Didn't like that because I'm a big Mac Jones fan. Um, he is a very good quarterback. He can be a very good quarterback. He just has to be uh, very consistent. Yes, 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 he does. And the final score in that was Saints 28, Patriots 13. Um, so now we'll hop into the Falcons-Giants game. Um, Giants finally got their first win of the season. Uh, Yeah. I'm very, very shocked about that, especially because it was the Giants. But also, I'll be honest, Giants even having Saquon back, Saquon's not acting like I'm full self either, which is very upsetting to see. Actually, did you say the uh, Giants won because the Giants did not win? No, I said Falcons. You said Falcons? I thought you said Giants. No, but the even though the Falcons won, it's still very, very shocking to me just because I don't understand how they really won. I believe that they won off of a game-winning kick, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure, honestly. I believe that's it. I believe it was a game-winning kick that they won in the final quarter. So, uh, To be honest, nobody watched this game. Yeah, so I can two, agree with that. It was two zero and two teams going at each other. We saw some highlights, but didn't really watch the full game because there's not a lot of Giants Falcons fans around here. No, it it was uh, it was just a boring game. Uh, Matt Ryan still doesn't look good. Uh, think the Falcons should have went and drafted a quarterback. Probably, but you know that's the Falcons' decision, and they finally got a win. So I mean. Worked out all in all. Finally got a win for him, which I bet all of Atlanta likes. Finally to get a win or a win in the column. Yeah. And I don't know. Just the Falcons don't look good. Neither do the Giants. Nope, not even after that draft pick. Um, taking fo- uh, the fourth pick, Kyle Pitts. Still not even look good. But the final score in that game was 17-14. to The Falcons win it. Um, so then we'll move on to the next game, the Bengals versus the Steelers. It was a 24-10, and the Bengals win it. This was shocking. I said the Steel- I thought the Steelers were going to win. I've always stuck with the Bengals. Um, Joe Burrow, 14 for 18. Didn't have the best performance, but... No, not the best performance, but he had a good game. The receivers did. Mm-hmm. Good game against uh, a good Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yes. Um, Pittsburgh always has a good defense. One of the things you have to go into Pittsburgh knowing is that your offense has to get it going quick um, because the uh, Pittsburgh always has a good defense. Yeah, and if you go and look at Pittsburgh's stats, they have Najee Harris with 14 receptions, 102 yards. That is higher than any of their 
actual receivers. Plus, they're utilizing him in the rushing as well with 14 carries for 40 yards. So, the new rookie, he's getting a lot of reps for not what many people expect him to, especially after they have uh, Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster um, on their side. So, kind of shocking to see that, actually. Yep, and that was a win for the Bengals. Now moving on to probably one of the funnest games of the weekend just because of the ending. Um, Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions. Um, Detroit cannot get a win to save their life. Nope. Um, Detroit, I felt like, got the bottom part of the trade with the Matthew Stafford trade. But they played a good game against Baltimore. Yeah, I 100% agree. And even if the if this just tells you anything, you go and look at any other any of the other teams on Safari as you uh, look at the stats. Um, it tells you the game recap is like two minutes thirty seconds long. The game recap game highlights for this one is 14 minutes and 23 seconds. That shows you how many highlights there was in a Lions game too. That was the last team that we expected, and it was still a close game. That's the thing that surprised me the most. The Lions played an amazing game, keeping the Ravens between, which means, honestly, if the Lions could have beat the Ravens, that means the Lions could have beat the Chiefs. Yeah, and one of the things most people aren't going to realize is um, Justin Tucker, well, I think everybody uh, knows that he hit a 66-yard field goal. Insane. Which is incredibly long. Yes, yes it is, that's for, for sure. For the win off the crossbar. But one of the things nobody's ever not, hasn't pointed out yet, um, Justin Tucker missed a field goal. Yeah, I was about to say, he also missed a field goal. He went four for five, which is still very good. Uh, it was, I think it was his first field goal attempt that he missed. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure on that. But also, as we talk about it, I think we skip past it. The Cardinals-Jaguars, there was also Matt Prater who held the record before, I believe, with a 64-yard or a 63-yard field goal that he made previously. Um, It was a – he had the record with a 64-yard field goal, and that was in Denver, which was well, – I mean, nobody, uh, nobody was surprised by that because the air is way thinner up there. The ball can travel further. Um, and – he attempted, I think he attempted a 68-yard field goal um, against the Jaguars, and it got returned. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to bring up there. It, uh, kick six, and the Jaguars did it. That's the third time that happened in NFL history. Yeah, which is crazy. And then going back to Justin Tucker, a 66-yard field goal to win the game is insane. And the funny thing was, all the Instagram clips that I saw was the Lions fans knew that it was over before it even happened. Yeah, one of the funny things I seen, uh, it was he was hitting sixty yard field goals in uh, pregame. Justin Tucker was, and uh, he. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think like a they, fan tweeted said, "Too yeah, bad he can't do that in game." Yeah, and then look what he did. On, they commented on the tweet and said, uh, "Sucks that he can't do that in the game, though." Ooh. And then goes and hits a 60-yard, 66-yard field goal yeah. to win the game. Ooh, that's a big kick. 
and uh, the final score in that was the Ravens 19, the Lions 17. And then so if you move on to the next game, it was the Jets versus Broncos. I mean, it was probably one that we all expected. The Broncos having 26 and the Jets having zero points, especially with Zach Wilson just throwing two more picks on top of it. Um, Jets do not look good at all. No, I don't think that they will for a long while, especially if they cannot just get their wide receivers and offensive lineup, especially after drafting a somewhat franchise quarterback that could have somewhat helped you. Yeah, um, Broncos played a good game, though. You can't not give the Broncos credit because they held uh, the Jets' defense to zero, or the Jets' offense to zero points, which is good all in all by itself. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. And like I said, there's not really much on this one except the Broncos just winning like as expected. But the final score in that was 26-0. The Broncos take it against the Jets. And so the next one is the Dolphins versus Raiders. It was a very good game, but I really wish the Dolphins could have pulled this one out. Yeah, and uh, like you said, you thought the uh, – what did you say? that I thought you said the Raiders were going to win because uh, uh, Tua's broken rib. Yeah, but Jacoby definitely played his heart out. Jacoby definitely played a really a really good game against a very good Las Vegas team. Yes. Um the Raiders have everything going full force. They're getting uh they're not playing bad teams, that's the thing too. They're playing decent teams that can be contenders if they uh have a good game. But uh the Raiders played a really good game. Derek Carr played a really good game like he has been. Yeah, that's typical out of Derek Carr, especially starting off this year. He's thrown very well, two touchdowns. Even though he had an interception, he still played amazing. But it was also good just to see Jacoby play his heart out. But um, the final score in that was 31-28. to The Raiders take it. So the next game is the Bucks versus Rams. Um, very good game, but also a quick little thing that just popped up that um, Richard Sherman just got signed to the Bucks. Earlier this morning. Oh, he got signed to the Bucks. Yes, he just got I, signed to the Bucks. Well, uh, I think they should have signed him before this game because they definitely needed somebody to lock down their wide receivers. Yeah, Deshaun um, Jackson and Cooper Cup were kind of going crazy. Yeah, and don't forget uh, Woods. Yeah, I forgot he, about Robert he, Woods. He played a really good game. Um, I've been saying it uh, on the podcast. But Matthew Stafford is playing at MVP level right now. He's totally getting comeback player of the year MVP in my eyes, and I will that would be the str- that may be a bold call, but I'm 100% standing by it. And even though the Bucks lost, Tom Brady still had an amazing game: 41 for 55, 432 yards, and one touchdown. Still an amazing game, but Tom Brady had three carries for 14 rushing yards, yeah. and oh, one touchdown from rushing. You do not see that often at all. No, especially not not from. Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, This was probably one of my better games that I've watched because I sat down and watched this whole game because I knew it was going to be a good game. Um, Like I said, I thought the Rams were going to win. Uh, Rams win 34-24. to tw- Yeah. Very good game by Los Angeles. Yep. On to our next game, which is Seattle versus... Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota wins. Shocking. I kind of expected it. I, I th- I'm pretty sure I chose the Seahawks, but 
I kind of expected it. I shouldn't have chosen against Justin Jefferson that and Adam Thielen. Even though Adam Thielen didn't have, like, the greatest of games, even though he still did good. But, like, Jeff, Justin Jefferson had nine receptions, 118 yards, and one touchdown. With nine receptions averaging 13 yards per catch, that's kind of insane. Yeah, um... The Seahawks are one and two right now. Both teams are one and two after this game. Yep. Uh, Russell Wilson played a decent game. Didn't play a phenomenal game because he only had one touchdown. Yeah, this was definitely the first game that he actually that that I see DK Metcalf actually being somewhat used. He had six receptions, 107 yards. That's the first uh, time that I've actually seen DK being used. Yeah, which is actually really surprising because they've been using Tyler Lockett. Like I said last week, I I called it, and I don't know if I called it, but I s- still think that they're using him as a decoy because they're using either one of them as a decoy because they're a hard team to stud- uh, study a game plan against. Yeah, they're a very good, uh, very hard team to put a defense against. Um, but still, Minnesota being able to come out uh, and get your first win of the season. Yep. Uh, um, Kirk Cousins had a pretty good game. Yeah, not too bad. Um, and then, like you said, Justin Jefferson had a very good game, too. Yes, I would agree on that. But the final score on that, um, I believe it was 17-30, to 30, the Vikings win. And then we'll move on to the next one, the Packers versus 49ers. The Packers take it 30-28 to 28 against the 49ers. I wanted the 49ers to win. Um, as I was watching this, uh, they actually had a chance, I'm pretty sure. But also, Trey Lance got a touchdown on a little uh, – put him in the game, a little – QB option to the left. Trent Williams came out and flattened the guy like a pancake, and he scored the touchdown. Yeah, one of my main things that I've been saying, don't leave 37 seconds on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. Nope, never. The one man that you don't give time in a football game is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can drive down the field in 20 seconds and go score. After all his Hail Mary plays, I figured people would learn their lessons, but I guess they just haven't yet. No, and again... For the brand, you're Mason Crosby. Crosby. They they have his name down as Casby. Casby. For, for the stats. It's kind of nice. It's kind of funny. But Mason Crosby, uh, how far was it? How far? I don't remember how far his uh, game-winning kick was. I forget how far it was. He hit a 54. I don't know if that was the one for the win. It might have been, but clutch, nevertheless. Um, after the game, they interviewed Aaron Rodgers about Mason Crosby, and uh, he said, uh, yeah, we've been teammates for 15 years, and he continues to keep being clutch and has, is going to be clutch ever, every time that I need him to, which is very good coming from your quarterback, which is what you want from a kicker. Yeah, there's definitely some kickers that step up, and definitely there is some uh, some that do not. But um, the final score in that was 30-28. to 28. The Packers take it. Then we'll move on to the final game, the Cowboys versus Eagles. Um, I believe you took the Eagles, and I took the Cowboys, because um, I remember you last week saying, you're taking the Cowgirls. Yeah, I, I re- remember taking them. I Like I said in past weeks, this is probably the best performance that I have seen from any like cowboy uh team in a while from my living. Yeah, I don't I've never liked the Cowboys. Probably never will. But I just I plan I didn't watch this game because I thought it was gonna be a boring game. And 
the Cowboys go score 41. Prescott showed up. He very much did. Yep, and so did their receivers as well. But um, and then if you go over the Eagles, Jalen Hurts had two picks, 326 yards. Still not bad, but also him throwing two picks is probably what cost them quite a bit in this game. But um, So, David, obviously there was a lot of standout players from this whole entire week. But who would you say is your most, like, the person who had the best performance out of all of the week three games? That's rough. Um, but I'm going to go with my boy uh, Matt Stafford. Um, he's playing MVP level right now. Um, he just um, He's just a really good quarterback. Playing, getting on a new team is very good for him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's playing his best football that he's played in his career. I am going to take probably, I would have to say, A.J. Green. It's kind of like a weird toss-up, but him coming off of the Bengals and not having too much use, especially in the past two weeks, I do not think he was used that much. But um, especially after doing that, he had 112 uh, yards, five receptions, and 22.5 yards per catch, which is kind of a toss-up if he actually deserves the standout player of the week three games. But in my eyes, I think that he does. Yeah, so we're going to go on into our predictions for week four. Um, first game is Thursday. It was the Jaguars-Bengals. Um, who do you have? Bengals, 100%. I have Jamar Chase and them going off again, as expected, but like they did last week. But that's just my choice, Bengals. I've always liked the Bengals, especially after they got Jamar Chase this year. Yeah, Bengals, I feel like, are definitely going to win. Uh, Jaguars just can't get anything going right now. Nope. Um. So, yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, let's go into our next game. Uh, Tennessee versus New York. Titans versus the Jets. Um, I'm going to take the Titans. The Jets can't get anything going right now, and the Titans have a very good offense going right now. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take the Titans here, too. It's kind of like self-explanatory, especially on the past performances from the Jets, but I think I'm definitely going to have to take the Titans here on this one. Yeah, and our next game is going to be Detroit versus Chicago. Um, An old, what is it? Um, Thanksgiving matchup. Thanksgiving matchup, that's what I was about to say. Um, I'm going to take the Lions. Sucks as a Bears fan for saying that, but I did not expect if, you to say that. If you, um, I don't know. It's the Bears Lions game is always a good game, but I think the Bears can't get anything going right now. I'm taking the Lions too, especially after their performance against the Ravens. Um, if they can stop a offense as top tier as that, and the Bears after their past week's performance, I think the Lions can definitely step it up. If Jared uh, Goff can step up and. Uh, Play big for his team. I mean, he already has, but I think he could just do better than what he has been doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, going into our next game is the Colts-Dolphins. Um, going back, the Dolf- or the Colts going to Miami to play the Dolphins. Going back to their old backup quarterback, playing against him and Jacoby Brissett. Um, who do you got winning this game? Um, even as a Colts fan, I'm not trying to be biased, but I think the Colts uh, will um, even if Carson Wentz gets, uh, doesn't play, I think he'll be at his full potential by then. Not like 100%, but I say he'll probably be around 85-90. But um, Quentin Nelson, that guy's a very tough guy, so I think he can also possibly play as well. Um, but it also depends with Darius Leonard. Um, he 
has been dealing with a back injury, but he's very upset uh, that they are 0-3 right now, as any team should be. But um, he had a couple of things to say about it, and you can obviously tell from what he said that he is very angry about it. So you have a maniac, his nickname, literally maniac, mad, wanting to win a game against the Dolphins on the road. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts if Carson Wentz can – if he can get more mobile than he was in the Titans game. If he's not more mobile than he was, I think the Dolphins will win. But right now, I think the Colts are going to take it. Um, I feel like he just didn't have um, – he just didn't have movement in this past game. Like, I saw one play where uh, our running back uh, barely got a block off and he came uh, – he had a guy running full force at him. And he tried to take a take a step back, and he like kind of fumbled backwards, and yeah. then threw it right into the ground. Those ankle tapes definitely like tripped him up. I have a feeling. Yeah, I feel like if he gets more mobility, he'll be a he'll be good for the Dolphins game. But if he's not, that's gonna look rough for the Colts. Yeah, and then another thing I like to point out: uh, the Dolphins having Jacoby Brissett starting over. Uh, Tua, because Tua of his injuries, so that's also another thing to look out. Um, the Colts reuniting with Jacoby Brissett, and uh, he was a guy that was dealing with second string stuff, but he was a person who stepped up big for us, um, even whenever times that we didn't really expect it to. So, I mean, shout out Jacoby Brissett, but I hope the best for him, especially after last week playing his heart out. But I still hope I I still think that the Colts are going to win this one. And I hope you lose. You're. And going into our next game, it's the Browns-Vikings game. Um, who you got win this game? Mm, Browns. Mm, I'm taking break. Browns because of Miles Garrett and uh, how he's been performing recently. It's just been insane. Yeah, the Browns have a really good team. Now getting Odell Beckham back. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, we just got Odell back. Um, I don't remember how his game was against the uh, Bears. But having him back is a big deal for the Browns, and I think they'll just wallop all over the Vikings and just put a lot of points on the Vikings. Yeah, and that's also just like another thing. I mean, having Odo back after, especially having Jarvis Landry and everybody injured, um, it was something to definitely look out for because you know a ton of people like Odell. But so as we move on to the next one, um, it is the Washington football team versus the Falcons. Who do you have for this one? I am going to take the Washington football teams. The Falcons, I feel they can't do anything right now. They finally got their first win. I think they're going to come into this game full force, but I think Washington's looking for a really good win. I think the Falcons are going to take this one. I just feel like they're also coming off of a little bit of a win, so they have a little bit of hope. So I think that Kyle Pitts could possibly step up for them against Washington because they don't have the greatest cornerbacks other than Fabian Moreau is what I know of, but... Um, as we move on to the next one, it's the Texans versus Bills. Um, mine's pretty self-explanatory. I have the Bills just, especially coming off that, uh, after that last game, Josh Allen been performing insane. So I'm taking the Bills for this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills too. Uh, Josh Allen's playing really good football right now. Uh, the Texans, they're just not that good of a team anymore. Uh, they thought they had a guy in Tyrod. Tyrod got hurt. Um, now they have some random dude that has a really long neck. That's all I know. Yeah, very, very long neck. But next is the Giants versus the Saints. Um, I have the Saints taking it, especially after their uh, performance. Um, a lot of teams are stepping up big, and that's uh, changing our opinions on these predictions. But 
I still have the Saints taking this one over the Giants. They just cannot seem to get uh, what they need to get going, especially with Saquon coming back. Yeah, I feel like they d- they're not using Saquon anymore because they don't think he's uh, his same old self. Um, but like you said, I'll, I'm gonna take the Saints because the Saints is the Saints are just the Saints. The Saints are gonna win. Yeah, and then next is the Chiefs versus Eagles. Um, even though the Chiefs are one and two and the Eagles are two, the Chiefs are just gonna take this one. Um, I think Chiefs have learned their lesson coming into this game um, about how they have to start running different plays now. They cannot just only rely on Tyree Kill and stuff. So I think Chiefs are going to come into this uh, well-prepared and show out. I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, if they, I feel like they're, they've came out slow, and I feel like they realize this now and that they're going to come out guns blazing. And I feel like they're, if they can – I feel like they will put up a lot of points on the Eagles. Yeah, and then the next game is the Panthers versus Cowboys. This, in my opinion, is probably going to be the game of the week for them. Um, I think the Cowboys are probably going to take this one. Even though I want to say Panthers, I still think the Cowboys are going to take it just because their past performances, and I just think that's probably the best team that I've ever seen out of the Cowboys recently. If they could continue up what they have been doing, I think they definitely have this win. Yeah, I feel like the Cowboys are a really good team right now, but I don't. It's kind of a toss-up. I think the Panthers are gonna win with Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold's gonna have a really good game. Um, if he has a really good game, that'll push everybody on the team to have a good game. Yeah, and then the next one on that is Seahawks versus Forty Niners. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Um, even though the Forty Niners. Um, are still a very good team so far as they've uh, somewhat proved that, which was not expected by many. I still have the Seahawks winning with DK, Russell Wilson, and Tyler Lockett, and even uh, Chris Carson. Uh, I think he may have just gotten hurt, or I believe that's or Will Disley. I believe that's the tight end, but he's also been stepping up big for them. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take the 49ers. Risky. Um, they played a really good game against uh, Green Bay. I feel like they if they translate that to – next week because uh, the Seahawks are coming off a loss against uh, Minnesota. I feel like if they can translate that going into Seattle or uh, going into the Seattle game, I feel like they can have a, they have a really good chance of winning this game. Yeah, and so David takes the 49ers and I take the Seahawks on that one. And so next is the Cardinals versus Rams. So I'm going to have to say I take back on the game of the week for the Cardinals versus Rams. Yeah. Um, on the Panthers versus Cowboys there, excuse me, but I'm going to say this is definitely the game of the week as I did not see this before. Just the quarterback duo, uh, not duo, the matchup, Kyler Murray versus the uh, Matt Stafford, also having the defense of the Cardinals coming up huge. That's also one thing I think that the Rams could lack here. Cardinals offense has been huge, and so has their defense. Rams offense has been huge, but Rams defense has been eh. So that could be a huge uh thing to look out for. Yeah. Um. So who on that note, who do you got taking the game? Ooh. I'm taking Rams. I cannot bet against Matt Stafford. His performances have just shocked me. I cannot. Yeah. I think he's shown that it's gonna take a really, really, really good defense to stop their offense. Yeah. And I think the Cardinals have a good defense, but I don't think they have anything to stop. Uh. Los Angeles, and like you said, I think, I think the Rams defense is going to play one of the better games they they've played uh, this year against uh, Arizona because they're gonna they're gonna have to. Yeah, they're gonna study uh, this a- hard. A- Arizona, it's two three and O teams wanting to get four and O. Clearly, one of them is gonna lose. 
But um, Arizona, they also have a defensive player of the week coming off of it. Byron Murphy has had two interceptions and one pick six. So he's also another cornerback to look out for against the Rams. Very. Yep, and then, so the next game is the Steelers versus the Packers. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, his performances have been pretty okay, especially after the first week. That really scared some people, but I'm going to have to take the Packers here still. I mean, I feel like if Najee Harris could actually start like – getting better runs or whatever, even though he's been utilizing them very, very well, they're just not giving the ball enough to their uh, wide receivers. Larry Ben Roethlisberger is a tree trunk. Yeah, I see. Did you see the thing that uh, him trying to yeah, run? Yeah, tried to roll out and did a flea flicker and just tripped. Yeah. Absolutely fell. So I'm going to take uh, A-Rod and the Packers. Packers played a really good game against the 49ers. Um, it's... I feel like everybody's going to dwell on that they had to win at the last second. But if you think about it, the 49ers also scored a touchdown at the last minute, too, to force Aaron Rodgers to do that. So I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers and the Packers versus the uh, Steelers. Because the Steelers, I I just haven't seen anything out of their defense yet this year. They they were a really good team last year. Uh, Their defense was really solid last year, and they're 1-2 and this year. And I think... They're going to be uh, one and three. Yeah, um, and even after that, they have a decent defense, but they're just not stepping up. So um, me and David uh, both take the Packers there. So the next game is the Ravens versus the Broncos. I'm going to have to take the uh, – actually, I'm going to take the Ravens, yeah. I just cannot bet against Lamar. I mean, even after that past week's performance, I feel like Justin Tucker, if they need anything, that guy can come out and kick it. So Yeah, Um. Even though the Denver Broncos are three and zero right now, which is very shocking, I'm happy for them. But I don't think they've played a de- like a really good team yet, and I think they're gonna find that in Baltimore. So I think Baltimore is gonna win in Denver, which um, possible record field goal. I mean, um, sixty-seven. Air, sixty-seven. Air airs lighter in Denver. You know, he hit a sixty-six in Detroit. So, you never know. Yeah. They also missed a delay game call there. So, I mean, he should have been kicking a 71, I believe. But, hey, it's whatever. But the next game is the Bucks versus Patriots. Um, I'm going to have to take the uh, Buccaneers on this one. Sorry, I was thinking Tom Brady was still on the Patriots. But um, the matchup against Belichick versus Brady, we'll see um, how this all adds up as the reunion comes back. We'll see which uh, coach can stand out uh, better, Bruce Arians or Belichick. I really want to take the Patriots in this game. I would too, but I, I just really, can't. I really want to. No way I can bet against Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay is playing really good. Very good football. Very good football. They lost to a very, very good uh, Los Angeles team. And New England just hasn't really showed themselves yet. So you, I, I'm going to take words out of your book. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Yeah. Greatest name ever. Even though I don't really like Tom Brady, there's just I cannot uh, not like the guy. So, um, me and David both take Buccaneers on that one, and that's a Thursday, uh, not a Thursday night football, Sunday night football, which I would be very nice to watch. But then the final game of the week um, is Raiders versus Chargers um, against uh, at eight fifteen. Um, who do you think is going to take this, David? Oh, I was I was hoping you'd go first to bounce off what you were going to say. Um, it's kind of up in the air. I already know what I'm saying. It's kind of up in the air. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm taking uh, Chargers. Um, the the Raiders are playing really good football. 
Um, I feel I I know I feel like I know why you uh picked Los Angeles because they're coming off a big win against Kansas City. Jay Herbert's gonna stand out. Sadly. I feel like Justin Herbert's gonna stand out, but I think the Raiders defense has played a a couple pretty good games that they if they need to they can stop everything that Los Angeles is gonna throw at them, but. The main thing for them is getting their offense going. If they can get their offense going quick and right out of the gate, it's going to be a very good game. I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion, because I don't see many uh, like highlights on their defensive end. Um, so I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I think the Raiders going to win. Yeah, so I obviously just have the Chargers with Justin Herbert and all of them and Keenan Allen, but I take them, so... Um, David, who, what is like your uh, game to watch out for? My like the main one is Cardinals versus Rams. But if there's another one, what would be the game? Oh, what would be the game? Let's go back and see. I'll go first. I have the Buccaneers versus Patriots. The uh, main reason why I picked that is because the Buccaneers uh, just picking up Richard Sherman. He will be starting against the Patriots, which will be good to see how Richard Sherman is going to be playing against the Patriots and their wide receivers. Yeah, <clears throat> my my top game that. I think people should watch. It's gonna be the Raiders Chargers game. It's on Monday night, so everybody's gonna everybody's gonna try to tune in for it. Um, I feel like it's gonna be. It's I feel like it's high scoring games are just fun to watch. Yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be a really good game to watch for everybody to watch because I feel like it's gonna go back and forth. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So that will wrap up this podcast of this week. Uh, we went over predicting week. Uh, or we went over the recap of week three of those games and then we also went through and did our predictions of week four so that will be all on the whiteland high entertainment network